Welcome back, everybody, to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy Week 16. Week 15 is over. We saw a lot of fun things happen. Chargers winning an OT. Justin Herbert said, fine, I'll do it myself. Colts still looking solid. Dan Bailey making field goals. Tom Brady leading a comeback victory against the choke artists and the Atlanta Falcons. And the Jets win their first game of the season. And there's much, much more to talk about. Crazy, crazy week 15. Hopefully you had a good week 15. And uh, maybe, maybe you're moving on to the finals in your fantasy league playoffs. Unless you're week 17 league, that's a little weird. But I'll try not to make fun of you too much. Uh, starting out, I'm going to go over a couple injury updates. I'm going to go over the beast mode players and then the least mode players for this week. Jumping right into it, Raheem Mostert got a little knocked, uh, knocked uh, beat up. I wouldn't say anything too harsh. He's day-to-day. He's questionable. Um, we'll keep you updated on that. We'll get into more serious injuries here, though. Cam Akers, he's out for at least one week. He has a high ankle sprain. He will miss week 16. There's a good chance he's going to miss week 17, so just be aware of that. Same injury for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He will miss the rest of the regular season with a high ankle sprain, so it'll be Le'Veon Bell from here on out. We will talk to you about Le'Veon Bell, our feelings on him, heading into week 16 in our next episode, which should be the week 16 preview episode. So keep an eye out for that. Should be in part one or part two. Just listen to both of them. It's a good time. Uh, and then we've got a special episode coming out later this week that you will uh, find out. You'll, you'll find out in a little bit. It's a good time. It's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, jumping into the beast mode players. First of all, New York Jets. Everybody just stop. Give a round of applause to Adam Gase and the New York Jets. They got a win this week. Against the Los Angeles Rams, a team who I thought could potentially win the Super Bowl this year. Now they're kind of trending down. However, New York Jets win 23-20 to over the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. I mean, just, just amazing. Frank Gore getting it done. Gets a touchdown. 23 carries, 59 yards. The most Frank Gore stat line you'll ever see. Uh, it was an ugly win. It was a pretty defensive game, but they got it done, so good for them. Uh, we'll head into the quarterbacks, beast mode quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts. Ladies and gentlemen, Jalen Hurts finishes the number one fantasy quarterback this week. That is an amazing performance against the Arizona Cardinals. 338 passing yards, three passing TDs. He also ran the ball 63 yards for another touchdown. Uh, right after the game, head coach Doug Peterson said uh, that Jalen Hurts will start next week against Dallas. That's not a shocker to anyone. No duh, he should be starting week in and week out. Now, that is an amazing performance. I think that he is he is the starter for this team, for the future. Carson Wentz is going to move on. I still predict Indianapolis. He's going to get back together with Frank Reich. Anyway. Jalen Hurts, if you listened to me last week, I said Jalen Hurts is a risky play, but it could pay off, and it really did. Number one quarterback this week. Beautiful. Next up, Ryan Tannehill. This man's been amazing. The, he, he, is, he is outstanding. He has a better quarterback rating for, in the last 26 games, better quarterback rating, more passing touchdowns. 
he has a better completion percentage than Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes just has a lot more uh, passing yards. Listen, Ryan Tannehill, 273 passing yards, three passing TDs, as well as two rushing touchdowns for that game against Detroit. Again, Detroit Lions, not a great defense. Most of the time, you're going to have good performances against Detroit. But I just want to just give a shout out to Ryan Tannehill. This Tennessee team is, in my opinion, the most balanced team out there. I think they are they are Super Bowl contenders for sure. Next up, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray threw for 406 yards last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. Three of those for a touchdown. Did throw an interception, however, uh, but also ran the ball in for a touchdown. 29 total rushing yards, not too big of a deal. Uh, but again, a solid, solid performance against an Eagles team who really showed up on Sunday. I mean, th- this Eagles team is is new. They are... It's a, it's a completely new look. I mean, it, when Jalen Hurts came in, all of a sudden the Eagles defense starts stepping it up. But you got to play a little better to take down Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is amazing. Very solid performance. His connection with D-Hop, as usual, was very, very nice. Most yards thrown by a quarterback this week. Next up, Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. Got that win against the Denver Broncos. I will say a little bit easier of a win. 359 passing yards. Two passing touchdowns as well as two rushing touchdowns there. A lot of rushing touchdowns from quarterbacks this week. Overall, very, very solid performance, um, even without John Brown. And the last quarterback I want to talk about, he didn't make top three, didn't make top five, but he did make top ten, Marcus Mariota. Welcome back to the NFL. Marcus Mariota subbed in for Derek Carr, who left pretty early with a groin injury. Mariota did Pretty well, 226 passing yards, a passing TD, and a rushing TD, as well as an interception. Uh, Led the Raiders to an overtime loss against the Chargers. It was an exciting performance for Marcus Mariota. I wouldn't say that he should be starting in your fantasy team this this year, this season, um, which is really only the next week or two. But I don't know. He's really trying to prove that that he can still be a starter in the NFL. So good for him. Very awesome performance. Kind of glad to see him do that. Uh, Heading over to running backs. Top running back this week might surprise you. Tony Pollard is the top running back this week. Uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott was dealing with an injury, so they got Pollard more involved. He He did pretty well. 12 carries, 69 rushing yards, two TDs. He was involved in the receiving game, six receptions, 63 yards. So he was the top running back in a PPR league. Very, very good game against the 49ers defense, who is notably really, really good. Next up, David Montgomery against the Minnesota Vikings. He had the most carries this week out of any running back, 32. Uh, He had the, I want to say, the most rushing yards as well. 146 scratch that Derrick Henry had 147 uh but David Montgomery 146 two TDs as well he tore apart that Vikings defense man David Montgomery again I I I kept saying it the last few weeks ever since he came back from that that injury and that bye week he's been outstanding he's a top performer position ranked sixth of the year he's going up against Jacksonville this week he's going up against Green Bay next week he is going to be a running back one rest of season 
J.D. McKissick is in here in the beast mode list. 13 carries, 51 uh, rushing yards, but he was involved in the receiving game, targeted 10 times, 9 receptions, 56 yards, and a TD in their loss. The Washington's football team's loss against Seattle, 15-20. to Think they could have won that game? I'll give my opinion on that a little bit later on. I did talk about Derrick Henry. He is also on this list. Uh, should not be a shock to you at, at all. Derrick Henry, like I said, most rushing yards uh, this week by 147 rushing yards this week. One TD. Again, this Tennessee offense is, this Tennessee team is very, very good. I say play a uh, Super Bowl bound, in my humble opinion. And last but not least, I am going to give the last beast mode to, I'm going to go Selvin Ahmed. Selvin Ahmed had a very, very good performance against New England. New England is notably, notably has a, a stout defense. They're never like, well, this year they're, they're, they've kind of fallen off, let's be honest. But Selvin Ahmed, 23 carries, 122 yards, and a TD in there as well. Anytime you, you perform like that against the New England Patriots, who used to be known for their top defense, knocking them out of the playoffs, by the way, that's a beast mode in my book. That is a very awesome performance. He's on the list. Wide receivers. Here's a, here's a little, little funny stat for you. A, the first beast mode wide receiver I have on here, David Johnson. I know he's the running back, but David Johnson's a beast mode wide receiver. Targeted 11 times. 11 receptions for 106 yards. David Johnson only ran the ball for 27 yards, caught it for 106. The top receiver, I, I think the top receiver on Houston's team, that was a a, a little bit rougher performance for Houston. Uh, but yeah, he was the top receiver on that team against the Indianapolis Colts, who have a very, very good defense overall. Let's get into actual wide receivers now. Calvin Ridley, the number one receiver for this week, had an amazing performance against Tampa, although they did lose 27-31. An awesome, awesome performance from Kelvin Ridley. Tw- uh, sorry, 10 receptions, 163 uh, receiving yards, one TD. He was targeted 14 times, which is the most this week in the NFL. Very amazing performance out of him. Marvin Jones is on this list as well. 10 receptions, 112 yards, and a TD. Um, targeted 12 times. Very nice. He's really filling in the shoes of Kenny Galladay. Detroit misses him. They, I, I would say they need him. They need another top receiver, but Marvin Jones has stepped it up. He is a, a solid fantasy player for the rest of the year, rest of the season, which again, it's only one or two weeks depending on your fantasy league, but still should be a, a locked and loaded starter. Brandon Ayuk made the list, targeted 13 times. Nine receptions, 73 yards, and a TD in their loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Brandon Ayuk already is the wide receiver one in San Fran. Got a very, very good future ahead of him. All they need is a good quarterback. They got to figure out that problem, and Ayuk is solid. Next player, DeAndre Hopkins. Nine receptions, 169 yards, and a TD. That's the most receiving yards out of a wide receiver this, uh, this week. In their win against Philly, 33-26. D-Hop's a beast. He usually makes this list every week. Um, really no surprise there. The last player, I got to show some love to my boy Cole Beasley. He's been stepping it up this year. Eight receptions, 112 yards with 10 targets. Even if John Brown returns, 
Cole Beasley is still going to be heavily involved. So the the position ranks 16 of the year. Cole Beasley, another beast mode. Last but not least, tight ends. Let's give some love to Darren Waller. Finally passing up Travis Kelsey in the, well, I guess on the weekly tight end rankings. Travis Kelsey has been the number one for many weeks in a row. Darren Waller, nine receptions, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Great performance there. Number one tight end this week. The number two tight end this week, Logan Thomas from Washington. I'm loving this guy in this late season. 13 receptions, 101 yards, 15 targets. That is awesome. If he had a TD in there, he would be by far the number one tight end this week. And then last but not least, Travis Kelsey. He's in there as well. Got to show some love. Eight, eight receptions, 68 yards, and that touchdown. Here's a funny thing. Noah Fant had the same exact performance as Travis Kelsey. Eight receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. He was just targeted one less time. So show some love for Noah Fant as well. All right, moving on to the least mode players of the week. The people that let you down. First thing, the first least mode player. It's not really a player. It's a team. It's the New York Jets. That's right. They made the beast mode and the least mode. They got that win against the Rams. Amazing, amazing game for them. Unfortunately, they just lost the number one draft spot to the Jacksonville Jaguars, meaning against all odds, Trevor Lawrence might not be on the Jets. Unless the Jaguars can win a game, Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall, the projected number one overall, will be a Jacksonville Jaguar next year. Whoa, that is crazy. Uh, I I will say it seems like the Jets are going to get Justin Fields, which is, I would almost say just as good. Justin Fields is is an amazing quarterback. Um, Should do very well. But Jets, man, that was the one thing. All the Jets fans were like, hey, at least we get Trevor Lawrence. You don't even have that anymore. Oh, man. I mean, I know it's a lose-lose, but uh, just, yeah, just lease mode. Come on. You just lost Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and I should say I'm not really for tanking, you know, just to get a better draft pick, but yeah, they kind of really should have. It's Trevor Lawrence we're talking about. Anyway, uh, let's jump into actual players here. Not a lot of underperforming quarterbacks this week. Um, not a lot of ones that you would start anyway. So Drew Locke, kind of a fringe starter. Uh, he was going up against Buffalo, so you probably shouldn't have started him anyway. 132 passing yards. And a TD, not that great. Just kind of meh. Um, he he is on the least mode list just because he is a, a very inconsistent player, and that's why he's in the least mode. For example, last week, 280 passing yards, four passing TDs, very well. Very well. However, this week, 132 passing yards, one passing TD. So the inconsistency is the main reason why he's on here. Sam Darnold, I mean, again, you're not starting him on your fantasy team, but he's the least mode again. They did get the win. He threw for 207 yards and a TD. Again, it's okay. Uh, but just because he still has less passing yards than Dak Prescott, he he's on the least mode. He has less passing yards than Dak Prescott this season. So that's the least mode. Uh, we'll head into a player that is actually a player you would start. Uh, Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson, 121 passing yards. That is not a lot. Uh, One passing TD, one interception, ran the ball for 52 yards. Not bad, but very lackluster performance this week. Uh, It wasn't his worst performance. That was week 10 against the Rams. However, this is his second worst against Washington. This just proves how good this Washington defense is. They have a better offense. Washington can actually go somewhere. Speaking of that offense, the final least mode player for the quarterbacks is Dwayne Haskins. Uh, man, you know, like the bottom of the barrel, there is there is something below it. Uh, <laughs> that's Dwayne Haskins. That's a little mean. But if Alex Smith was quarterback, I do believe that they could have won this game against Seattle. Uh, it was very close. But Haskins, he just doesn't look like he has it. I'm sorry, Dwayne. It just, it's it's not, you're you're not looking like you can lead an NFL team. They had the opportunity to win this game, and they just couldn't get it done. Now, I'm not blaming it all on Dwayne Haskins. I'm not saying it's completely his fault, because they did, they did have a really good fourth quarter, almost comeback. However, he just couldn't get it done at the very beginning of the game, and you just need more. So, there's no doubt in my mind that Washington football team is going to get a quarterback next year and they're going to move on from Dwayne Haskins. And I hope, I wish him the best. I hope he goes to a team and I hope he fights for that starting spot. But man, it, it, he's, a, he's a least mode there. Anyway, we'll move on to the running backs. First running back on this list is a player that I was really excited for, a player that Bryant was really excited for this week. Wayne Gallman, running back for the New York Giants. He only ran the ball. Nine times for 29 yards. That is it. Uh, they really they really spread the love in the running game, the New York Giants. They gave it to th- uh, four different running backs, Alfred Morris, Wayne Gallman, Deion Lewis, and Elijah Penny. Uh, they also handed the ball off to Sterling Shepard as well. So they they didn't really have a run game. Well, they also didn't have a receiving game. They didn't have a game at all. Uh, just, uh, I guess the Giants as a whole could be on the least mode list. Todd Gurley. Here we go. Big name, a player who I didn't think was going to have a good game. So if you listen to me and you benched him, very good job. Check this out. One carry, negative one yards. There you go. Good job, Todd Gurley. He did catch the ball two times for 15 yards. Okay. Um, however, Atlanta Falcons head coach stated that Ito Smith has taken over as the running back one for Atlanta. Ooh, Todd Gurley just got demoted. He just got demoted to to running back two. Yikes. That is terrible. Uh, Not that this run game is good at all, but that's a full-on lease mode. Uh, Next up, we are going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals running back, Kenyon Drake. Now, he did get a little less opportunity, uh, and that is just because I think that they needed to throw the ball a lot more. They didn't expect Philly to, you know, they didn't expect Jalen Hurts to score four TDs and stay in it. So Kenyon Drake didn't get a lot of opportunity, 10 carries, only got 26 yards out of that, so not a good performance at all. Final running back, Kareem Hunt. For the Cleveland Browns, it, it should have been, I mean, it was an easy win against the Giants. But it was all Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, seven carries, 21 yards, three receptions for seven yards. That's it. Uh, you can really tell Kareem Hunt's stat line took a hit once Nick Chubb returned. 
Hunt still has the potential to be really, really solid, like in week 14, where he got a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown, but he's too inconsistent now. He's a roller coaster type of a player. Okay, moving on to the wide receivers. The first least mode player we're going to talk about is Amari Cooper. Two receptions, 10 yards. Also ran the ball twice for negative seven, so that really didn't help your stat line there. Uh, That was against San Fran. Very good defense. Um, Just underperforming. This was uh, one of them. I guess this was Amari Cooper's really his worst week. Very good defense. He's playing Philly next week. I would expect more of the same performance. It's going to be a a rough end to the season for Amari Cooper. Uh, Next up, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is a player who I thought would have a really good week this week. I thought that he had a chance to to get that big play against Green Bay because they are exploitable. However, he only caught the ball two times, 21 yards. Carolina didn't get much through the air. I know Curtis Samuel. Uh, performed okay as well, but just a just a lackluster performance out of him. Uh, next up, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick was a player. I I mean he was he was actually really solid for the last what four or five weeks. He's been putting up like wide receiver low end wide receiver two points. However, he did not deliver this week. Um, just a, a very disappointing game out of him. It was, I, I guess it was due to Drew Locke, that inconsistency there. Because last week he had a very solid week when Drew Locke threw four TDs. Uh, but this week didn't do so hot. Three receptions, 14 yards. That is it. Next player is Tyler Lockett for the Seattle Seahawks. Again, I talked about this Washington defense being really, really good. Uh, they kind of shut down the receiving game. DK Metcalf only got five receptions, 43 yards. Tyler Lockett, four receptions, 34. Yeah, I mean, they shut down one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. So I think, again, that's not on Tyler Lockett. That's not on DK Metcalf. That's, that's, that's Washington football team having a really, really good defense. So really, shout out to them. Uh, moving on. To the tight ends, the final position that we're going to talk about today. TJ Hawkinson, very upsetting performance. Two receptions, 18 yards. That is it against Tennessee. You need you need your best player to perform against top teams. And TJ Hawkinson did not deliver. He was only targeted four times as well. So maybe that was Tennessee's game plan is to just shut down TJ Hawkinson because that's the really the the big player that can exploit their defense. Uh, and they did a really good job of it. So that's what I predicted, um, or I guess that's what I assumed happened, is their entire game plan was to shut down Hawkinson. And it paid off. Uh, Tennessee got the win, so and Hawkinson did get shut down. Next up, Jared Cook for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he didn't do too hot against Kansas City. I thought that he was a sneaky tight end in here now that Drew Brees is back in the starting position. Uh, two receptions, 29 yards for Jared Cook. He was targeted five times, but he did not get a lot done with it. And last but not least, Rob Gronkowski for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They did get the win against the Atlanta Falcons. They led that comeback, however. Gronk was not involved. Three receptions, 29 yards. He was targeted seven times, which is a good sign. This is just kind of an off week for Gronk. 
And that is it. That is the beast mode and least mode. Again, no waivers just because we're in the postseason. You know who you're going to start. Uh, keep an eye out later this week. We are releasing many more episodes, including the week 16 preview, part one and two. A little little holiday episode, little Christmas episode special coming in. And then the injury update for week 16 just before kickoff. Hopefully you all have a very good week 16.